Welcome to the Pomona Christian Church Podcast. For more information about Pomona Christian Church, please visit us at PomonaChristian.com or find us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Pomona Christian. as you can see we've had a great summer i'm going to have the kids come up now and share just a little bit our first is going to be ian odell he's going to share a little bit uh, with you about high school camp at rock garden morning everybody thank you all for coming out here today uh church camp is one of the most powerful weeks a youth member could ever go to i highly suggest going if you haven't gone before and you haven't been for a while, I really suggest going back, going over there. It's really, it's just a wonderful week. It, on a day, each day is a day on its own. It's really nothing to explain. Each day is powerful. And as the week goes on, it keeps getting better. So a day will be, day at church camp will be like, just wake up, eat breakfast, then go into your family groups, memory time, work or memory work for Bible verses. And at, and at, during lunch, after lunch, you'll have rec time, which is a time to where you can fellowship with other Christians and other people from around, around the state or any, or around the country too. There's some people that come from many different parts of the country as well. And it's really cool to fellowship with other believers that have the same intent of, intent as you do is to learn and grow in your faith as well. Faith. My favorite part about camp is campfire. Campfire is probably the most powerful moment there at camp ever. It is so awesome to see everybody singing along to Adam Gordon playing his guitar and singing along all the hymn, great hymns that we have here and hearing the message being spoke to to us really really moves has has a spiritual movement in our our lives and that is what i love about church camp thank you All right, next up we have Chloe Stevens, and she's going to share a little bit about junior high camp. My name is Chloe Stevens, and this year I got the privilege of attending Rock Garden Christian Camp, uh, junior high camp. And at junior high camp, we just get to have fellowship with all of our friends, and we get to make new friends in Christ. And the worship time there is just, it's overpowering how you can feel Jesus in the room. And oh, the campfire is also one of my favorites. It's just really encouraging to see all my brothers and sisters in Christ sing praises to our Creator together. Um, and one of my friends that week, she actually got baptized. And there was, there's been many baptisms at Rock Garden. And... It's just like the highlight of my summer. All 
All right, next up we have Trace, and he's going to share with you about uh, Christ and Youth Conference that we went to. Good morning. This is fun, right? I get to be the big boy today. All right, so CIY is a great time. It's a blast, and it's really, really powerful. So we get there on Monday, and they kind of explain how the week is going to go. And I don't really think they did a good job of explaining because they didn't really prepare us for what was going to happen. Because on Tuesday, there were people in literal tears from the messages that they were bringing us. People were praising God with their hands in the air from all sorts of walks of life. It was really incredible to see. By Wednesday, people were giving up their lives to God and were getting baptized. This was only on day three. And it was really encouraging to see people giving their lives to God and changing their ways and worshiping God from wherever background they might have come from, from all over the nation. Thursday was probably my personal favorite day. We got to take a nice little break. We got to go to the mall, got to have some fun and hang out. Um, and while everyone else was cliff diving and whitewater rafting and rock climbing, we got to see the new Mission Impossible movie. And I know that Tom Cruise might not be the idealistic spiritual figure, but it was pretty good. I remember looking over at all of my friends, and every single person except for Jeremiah had fallen asleep during the movie. Um, I, you got to kind of blame, they had the recliner chairs, so that doesn't really help the movie-watching experience, especially when you're exhausted from the week's festivities. On Friday, it was all over, or at least it could have been over, but one of my favorite things that CIY focuses on is not just the messages that they're presenting about Jesus and God, but they also put a big focus on what happens after you leave. Because everyone is feeling all of these feelings for God, and we've learned all these new messages, and we're encouraged by everything that we've heard. But it's really easy to feel these feelings whenever you're surrounded by people, and whenever all of these powerful messages are being presented to you from all over the place. But when you go into the real world, it's not being presented that way. In fact, it might be presented quite the opposite. And CIY puts a big emphasis on what it means to follow God outside of the bounds of the church and to fellowship with people, even when it might not be so easy. So needless to say, I'd like to thank you guys for helping us get there and encouraging us along the way and for listening to what I had to say. God bless. And finally, we have Adler Odell, who's going to share with us about the backpacking trip. Yeah, um, our backpacking trip took us out to North Carolina with Discovery Ministries. And what we did, did in North Carolina, we hiked around 13 or so miles through, through a loop that took us to waterfalls, over peaks, 
lookouts and a lot of cool swimming holes. And on the in those in those moments where we were exploring creation itself, we all we all found God to be more than what we intend to think when we think about creation. It, it, when he uses creation to talk to people, it's it's amazing. My grandpa, who uh, who used to work there, and he always it was amazing when I went out with trips with him. And he always said, "Be use the scripture of be still and know that I am God." And and it's and it's really cool to see that that with everybody who does that on the trip, and whoever. And any of you who hasn't been out to Discovery Ministries, I highly recommend it. It's it's over in Eminence, West Eminence, and people are really friendly over there, and you'll have a great time. Thank you. Finally, we have a special treat this morning. Uh, Blake Hendricks was able to go to the first ever preaching camp out at Rock Garden this year, and uh, he spent a week out there learning what it looks like to put together a sermon and and share that. And so he's going to share with us today a sermon that he wrote himself. Good morning. Um, when I was first looking at what I was going to do, I was not at this topic. When I was flipping through my Bible, looking for a study, this one thing stood out to me, and it's Matthew 7, and that's judging others. And uh, if you would turn to Matthew 7, we'll read verse 2, and it says, For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and the measure that you use will be measured to you. I think that first sentence in verse 2 is very important, because it says, With the judgment that you pronounce, you will be judged. I think that means when you judge somebody and how you're judging that person with the same judgment will be used on you by God. To explain that a little bit better, uh, let's, I'm going to tell you a story. If you see a man on the side of the street and he's bedding and you think, and you say, that's his fault. He's the reason why he's there. He spent his money in the wrong way and he made bad choices throughout his life. There... Uh, you will be looked at by God himself, and he will judge you, but not on the outside and the way that your clothes look, like how you judge that man, but on the inside and the, in the way that you had made bad choices during your life. If you look at the second part in that verse, and you'll read, and with the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. And to explain that, it's, it's going back to that story when you judge that man. You didn't take time to learn and know who who's actually there. And you just judged him by the way that he looked on the outside. And not by the and that's not what his story actually was. You might have just told more and more people that he was just a bum and that it was his fault that he was there. And with that that was the measure that you used. And the measure that God will use and what ugh, is that when you're judging people and not getting to know them and not repenting and knowing that what you're doing is completely wrong. 
and knowing that you're not living a Christian lifestyle and you're not following Jesus Christ. You, when you're when you get to know when you get to the day of judgment, he will also know you didn't get time you didn't take time to get to know him. And you do not take and he will say, I've never known you. If you look down at verse three, you'll read why, why do you see the speck in your brother's eye and not the Lord in your own? And I think that means, or is asking, why do you, why do you judge others for the small things, like the clothes on their back, or the car they drive, or the job they have, but do not judge yourself on the sins and the wrong things you have done, because that is so much more important than the clothes that you wear or where you live. Because that is so much more important. God will judge you on, on, judge you on, but He will judge you on the sins that you've committed and the way you chose to live your life, and and how you treat people, and I, and how you treat people. I think that verse four and five are the most home hitting for some of us, and that says, "Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a lot in your own? You hypocrite." First take the log out of your own, then so you can see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. And that means, in my opinion, why do you focus so much on that speck? Or an example, the clothes that he's wearing, but not on yourself. And why do you not focus on the log? I think that the log is the choice that we made in the way that we lived. Then it says, take care of the log. No, then it says, take care of the speck in your brother's eye. And I think to do that, you need to help them and show them love the same, the same way that Christ shows up love and the people around you today show you. Thank you. Thank you to Blake and thank you to all of our uh, kids that gave a testimony this morning. Uh, it's not easy to get up and, and share and uh, they're always willing with just a little bit of me twisting uh, their arms. So uh, they're, they did an awesome job today. Uh, as always, I'm so thankful to work with the kids of, of this church. Um, such a blessing to me. And uh, you can see we've, we've had a great, a great summer. As we look at, look at the testimonies and the pictures and everything, you would all agree, I'm sure, that we, this is a great thing for our kids. Uh, being involved here at the church, going to camps, uh, going uh, on a backpacking trip, all these things are, are excellent. And nobody would argue against that. However, sometimes I am just a little concerned with how we look at uh, these types of things. I feel like we live in a, a culture where a lot of times we are quick to compartmentalize uh, different areas of our lives, particularly the spiritual area. And the way we do that, and the way I know we do this, is because I tend to do it myself when I look at my own kids. But I think about their education, and, you know, I want to make sure their school is is good, and they're learning new things, and uh, they're progressing as they should, and as long as that's okay, I can I can check that box, and that's over here. And then here I think about, well, it would be good if they also were developing athletically in some way. And so, you know, I look at how they're doing in sports. Are they enjoying it and all that kind of stuff? And then I, I check that box. Okay, we've got that covered. 
And then I might think also, hey, what about spiritual things? Are they learning anything spiritually? And so uh, summer comes around and church camp's there, and so I say, all right, let's send them off to church camp. And so we've checked that box. They're, they're doing all the things, you know, because we love our kids. We want them to grow and be well-adjusted adults, contributors to society. We want them to be happy. Uh, and so we, we, we look at all these things, and we know they're important. Uh, and when we do that, sometimes, like I said, we, we compartmentalize things. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about whether that's right or wrong or anything like that today. What I want to suggest to you, though, is that spiritual compartment actually has the ability to affect all of them. And I think God created it to be that way. And it is harmful if we just check that box and, and make sure that it's done, when actually if, if we let it flow into everything, it, it changes our lives, makes our kids so much better off in the long run. Um, there was a study that was done back in 2017 uh, by a Harvard professor. His name was Tyler Vanderweel, and he published a paper called Religion and Health, a Synthesis. So if you want to go and look it up and read it and all that kind of a thing, you're, you're welcome to do that. But his study was looking at the effects of religious activities on kids. And he found some amazing things in this particular study. Uh, in fact, what he found was that kids that are involved in church are much more happy. They are much more healthy. They are more longer lived. They're less likely to suffer from depression. Uh, they're less likely to commit suicide. In fact, they have a statistic in this study that if you attend church once a week, you are five times less likely to commit suicide. Um, you're also less likely to take drugs or abuse alcohol. You're more likely to volunteer in your community you're more generous with your money, and the list goes on and on of all the positive effects that being involved in church has on a person. But they went even deeper into the study, and they looked at some things that the Bible teaches us uh, that are good, and how these things even had a profound effect upon people's lives, like going to church or like putting a loving relationship first in your life, or helping other people, or things like being thankful, or forgiving people, uh, sticking to hard tasks for the long run, um, not basing your life on money. When people do those things, they live such happier, healthier lives. And so, what I would like to say to you today is that our kids' religious upbringing is actually vital to your child's success in everyday life. This actually has the potential to affect everything that your kid will do for the rest of their lives. It's so important. And that is, of course, setting aside just for a moment the real reason we do anything here, and that is to let people know who Jesus is and how he offers eternal life to all of us. 
I mean, of course, that's the most important thing. But a side benefit is that we will be blessed our whole lives by attending church. That doesn't just go for kids, that goes for you as well. So here's the challenge then. Make every effort to get your kid to church or get other kids that you know in your community to church and make every effort to be at church yourself and not just once or twice a month. I know in our current cultural setting, it's very easy for us to attend church when we can get there. If we're busy or we're tired or we're worn out, oftentimes it's the first thing we cut out. But what I want to say to you today is it is every bit as important as that sports practice that we broke our back to get our kids to. It's every bit as important as that music lesson we dropped everything to make sure our kid was at. The church service itself is so important as we can see. And in fact, I think we all know this. It's way more important than any of those other things. For more information about Pomona Christian Church, please visit us at PomonaChristian.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Pomona Christian.